Adoption is a big deal. It's expensive, but it gives new life to those who've been neglected and abandoned. Today, we're going, to look at, we're going to look at what it means to be adopted in the family of God. I hope that you see that you are loved by God, and because you are loved by God, you have certain benefits and responsibilities. thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. In Romans 8, one of the greatest chapters in all the Bible, Paul's talking about new life in the Spirit. He contrasts living in the flesh to living in the Spirit. We talked about those verses 1 through 11 in small group this past week. I hope you were there. So we're not going to dwell on that too much here. But to sum up those verses 1 through 11, here's what Paul was saying. We are no longer condemned if we are in Jesus Christ. The law shows us that we are slaves, but Jesus and His Spirit set us free. To live in the Spirit, you have to set your mind on the things of God. To live in the Spirit, you have to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit. So all that Paul says in those verses lays the foundation for what we're going to look at now in verses 12 through 17. The first thing that stood out to me was that Paul tells his readers that they have been adopted into God's family. Some scholars say that an adopted son had a certain status and certain honors and even a certain inheritance that biological sons did not have access to. That note, that thought made me think, God really loves us. He loves us like he loves Jesus. And maybe even we have a status that Jesus does not have. Wow, God loves you. And I hope that you know that. The second thing that jumped off the page to me from verses 12 through 17 was the reminder that if we live according to the flesh, we will die. These words are harsh. But I have seen them to be true in my life. When I've done things according to my flesh, I have killed dreams. I've killed relationships. I've even killed certain parts of who I am. You've probably seen it in your life, if you're honest with yourself. Doing things your way, doing things according to the flesh, will sooner or later kill your dreams. It'll kill relationships. It'll kill meaning. It'll kill purpose. And eventually, it'll kill your very self. So don't live by the flesh. The the alternative to living by the flesh is the third point that stood out to me from this passage. We must be led by the Spirit of God. Because we are sons and daughters of God, sons and daughters of God, we have the Spirit of God. Being led by the Spirit is the greatest assurance that you are a son or a daughter of God. If If you are being led by the Spirit, you can be sure of your salvation. Being led or even controlled by the Holy Spirit means that we've been set free from the control of sin. And actually, it also means that we can resist the temptation of the flesh. You and I, thanks to the power of the Holy Spirit, can overcome our temptation. We can live in victory over the sin that has held us captive for so long. The Holy Spirit helps us obey God and His Word. The Holy Spirit helps us to say no to ungodliness. 
He serves as a guarantee that we are saved. The Holy Spirit serves as a guarantee that you and I are saved. Okay, so now let's circle back to talking about being adopted as sons and daughters. There's some great stuff in here. One, the Holy Spirit shows that we are adopted into the family of God. We are God's children. We have a place to belong. We have a home. We have a family. The world is crying out for connection and places to belong. So let's, them, let's help them hear about the good news and pray that the Holy Spirit will compel those who are far from God to trust in the gospel and come into the family. How cool it, would it be to see your friends adopted into the family of God? Because we are adopted into the family of God, we have access to the Father. As a son or a daughter of God, we can have an intimate, personal relationship with Him. To me, this is so awesome. I can talk to the God who created the universe, and he hears me. But not only does he hear me, he cares so much that he speaks back to me. Not in an audible voice like Morgan Freeman, but his spirit, his spirit connects to my spirit to guide me, to encourage me, to correct me, to help me, to strengthen me. As an adopted child of God, you can connect to the greatest power in the universe. You can converse with the God who spoke things into existence. Finally, because we are adopted into the family of God, we can expect trials and sufferings. The Christian life is never promised to be easy. We will face trials, hardships, suffering, loss, persecution. Those are guaranteed to those who follow Jesus. You might be thinking, Jeff, great, sign me up for that. But listen to what Paul said in verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us someday. One day, all wrongs will be made right, and we will see the glory of God. The glory that we will see someday will make all this suffering look small and like nothing else. A couple of questions for you to wrap up as we wrap up this podcast. Are you an adopted child of the king? How sure are you about that? Is the Holy Spirit leading you? If the Holy Spirit isn't leading you, you might not be an adopted child of the king. If you need some help on salvation and being an adopted child of the king, shoot me a text at 205-807-8645. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.